The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast are those of the host slash guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any of BXR entities and those they represent. get my fingers right right and my nails done so i don't know why i'm listen all right y'all it is thursday november the 16th and you are back with me the empress okay you know the goddess chess chess world the empress lady cake mix thank you for joining me tonight i am going to talk all about it y'all know i am so whether you talk with me about it or not i'm here and i am yes indeed blessed hope you are too and thank you for joining me tonight's topic is givers and takers which one is you so i'm gonna give you my spill on it and i hope that you can take it but i am going to deliver it in a way that oh honey you can definitely receive it because most of the time when people hear about givers and takers you just generally think about like people who give and people who take right and we know what the reality of that is right that more than likely people that are givers rarely are takers and people that are takers rather get <laughs> don't really give nothing at all look y'all i gotta get my tongue together i got my water here i didn't already messed up my cup that oh my, my goodness Keish gave me huh Oh my goodness! I know you're already going to your prayer, but I it, it you just know it. <laughs> it just gave me something to my spirit when you said givers and takers, and I and I you know I already knew the topic, but it never hit me like until you just said it out loud, right? Mm. And that's my issue today. Mm. Like when I think about what we just went through this past week, my birthday, right? Mm-hmm. We did almost every single day up until just recently, but it was a small knit of people that I only wanted to be around. Oh. Which was you, my sister, my best friend, Shamia, who we went to dinner with. Um, somebody I met new over the weekend that was one of my sister's friends. And that's it. That's the only people that I was around in the past week. Which oh. is why I say, and those are the people that all right, how can I say this without being emotional? All good people, I tell you. Those are the people that I give, I give and give y'all. Y'all, you know that. Y'all, I give to y'all all the time. Yeah, and But they're also the ones that give back. So I call that taker. That be that would be me, me taking, right? But that's the, but as you can see, that was the people that I only wanted to be around that actually do stuff for me. Right. But you you know it's hard that when you are a giver, it's hard for you to take. So it's kind of like (laughs) but now I'm in the moment and I think it's my age that's actually kind of showing too that I'm 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 taking as much as I can. Yes. I've never been the taker. As you should. As you should. As you should. And I think that's starting to get it's catching up to me emotionally Mm. that always being a giver. Is not always something that pays back. Uh, 
Take it down, Take it down. Take it down. All right, go ahead. We can talk more with you. Yes, 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 yes. Well, I'm glad. It really, really did. I'm glad I got you feeling that and got that energy flowing because definitely we're going to talk about it a lot tonight. And on the other side of like givers and takers, you know what I mean? Just in all like interactions with people, right? It's some people that can give stuff, but cannot take it. And there's some people who can take it, but don't give it. Like for me, for for instance, you know, I'm always big on love. I'm always big on life or whatever else like that. And me, oh my goodness, I had taken my share of hate, my my share of betrayal. Um, what is it? Uh, my taking my share of distractions of being uh not coerced, but kind of like what people do, manipulation, all of that type of stuff. But that's not something that I give. See, so we're going to just get into it all the way tonight. So if you're here tonight and you understand the points that I am trying to relay, like I said, I'm going to talk about it, but I will be more than grateful if you would join me and talk about it tonight. So you know them chats is open. Also, the phone line. I don't know if you can talk, but you can text on there, 443-642-9403. We are going to have that back up and functioning but yes we won't get into that whole givers and takers and in the midst of me getting into that givers and takers y'all know i'm coming you know your girl coming with them what no what's and on what's in the world so like monty said and already acknowledged he know i'm gonna get into my prayer okay giving my honor and glory to the most high the god the creator the omega yes the forever friend okay the forever giver Okay, the forever giver, even though anything at any moment can be taken away, you got to be thankful on what you are given and to know that you are truly blessed. So let's do it so we can get into it. Your news, our views. Okay. Oh, Heavenly Father, bless everyone who is viewing tonight, oh, Father God. Today, we ask, Lord, to continue to receive favor, access, wisdom, growth, and progress, oh, Father God. We thank you for it, Lord, but we ask that you bring it to us more abundantly, oh, Father God. Lord, multiply, Lord, multiply and increase your work within us, oh, Father God. Make us better, make us greater, make us stronger, oh, Father God. Give us courage in our battles, wherever that battle may be. But Father God, we thank you for continuing to be strong when we are weak, oh Father God, for being the rock that we can cling on, oh Father God, when we're in the water drowning. Oh Lord, yes God, thank you. Thank you for being strong. Thank you for being strong in many of our weak moments, oh Father God. Remind us, oh Father God, continuously each day that although we are not worthy, oh, Father God. We are still eligible. We are eligible for your promise, for your worthiness, for your love, for your kindness, for your compassion, for everything that you give us, Lord, for everything that you bless us with, oh, Father God. Although not worthy, oh, Father God, you are worthy to be praised, Lord, because you continue to love us, oh, Father God, even when we do not love ourselves. Oh, Father God, continue to keep us, hold us, mold us into what you know, oh, Father God, that we are and help us recognize what you have birthed us to be. In your holy name, I pray. 
Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Yes. I pray, pray that you are abundantly blessed, that God continues to bring to you whatever you need in your moment. Okay. And your moment, in your life, in your season, in today, in tomorrow, into the future, whatever you need. See, that that's the main part in just trusting him. Because I was talking to an old friend of mine. It's not an old friend, because he's still a friend. Well, I should say an old co-worker, Pablo Wabe, that just caught me out of the blue. And it just got me to thinking he called me out of the blue. Um, he shared some devastating news with me that I would not be aware of. Um, because he has moved out of Baltimore. Um, he's down in North Carolina now. Um, but recently, last year, or I think it was this year or last year, his daughter passed. Um, I know just last month his brother passed. He just was saying that he was recognizing that he was losing a lot of people. And he was reaching out to different people that he had lost contact with, but who had a very, very strong, loving impact in his life and always made him feel that he was loved. And even though when people got him wrong with them people, he felt all right. And I was one of those people, right? So he reached out to me, just let me know how much he loves me. And I just love him right back. And that's what just got me in the mood for like the givers and the takers. You know, when I was talking to him and I just was thinking, how Monty just was talking about, you know, his situation and how his birthday passed. And it just was certain people um, that he wanted to be around just probably for that very reason. And just always knowing that he's a giver, you know, he's a giver. And I know in being a giver, a lot of times as for myself, it's hard to take things. Look, I talked about that before. I'm always saying I didn't talk about something before. Right. But it's true. And it's not ironic that a lot of us, not only go through the same thing, but a lot of us also share the the sentiments and the same sentiments and our feelings and how we, you know, how we feel about something or how we would address something in our life. Okay. And so in talking about just being a giver before, I talked about my struggles on just taking, I told y'all about my struggles of um, not being unemployed for over a year and different blessings being sent my way for people to actually give me. And I struggled to take it. But at the same time, I was speaking things into existence for assistance, for help, for certain things. But when it come your way, you still be airy of it, right? And sometimes you be airy of it because you've been burnt so many times before. So you're like, wait a minute, what's the deal? Is this real? Is this genuine? Because you know it also be some people that give you stuff. Right. And they're going to make sure they get to take all the credit because they <laughs> every time they somewhere, they going to take what they did for you or what they gave to you to that conversation to let somebody know, you know, and it's all good if you do things for somebody, you want to tell somebody you did it. Um, but that, I think that was one of the reasons that I struggled with it, because, you know, you can be a person that give everything to everybody, everything to everybody. And then as soon as somebody give you one thing, they make it seem like it's everything. And it is the small things that matters, you know, it's the little things and stuff like that that count. But if you got out me, don't, don't keep talking about it because this is the many a times I've been helped you and ain't said nothing. Okay. And it's people out here like that. Um, so if you are a giver, 
I hope that you are receiving this message that it is okay to take. To take. Because you give it. And what we always say, may you be blessed. May you receive what you give. So be open to it. Be open to receiving as you give. And if you are a taker, and that's all you do is take and take and take. See, we're talking about on the other hand. I ain't talking about the givers that need to be comfortable with being able to be in a taker. I'm talking about the takers that don't give at all. That that's all they do is take. <laughs> take whatever they can, okay? If you are one of those takers, you think that you are using a person, but you did not realize that God has placed people in your life for you to use them, not to use them, okay? So no, you'll have to answer to that because it comes a day when a giver and a faithful giver, because I'm one of them, okay? And right now, you know, I've learned my boundaries and understanding that you can't give to everybody. We talked about that before too. You can't give also what you do not have, right? But at the same time, as a giver, I learned my boundaries. I learned my boundaries. I've learned to be comfortable with saying no. I woke up and, and realized even though I was, you know, acknowledging myself as being a blessing and God may have blessed me on whatever it may be, honey. Even with my old truck, my 2004 out here, okay? If someone needed a ride and God still blessed me to have transportation, I have no problem with giving them a ride. If God blessed me with $2 and my friend called me and needed $2.50, I'm going to give them my $2 and dig around for the change. Y'all know I ain't lying if you're a giver. You know that's how you've been doing. A lot of times you didn't gave and didn't even have it to give, but you gave it. And the person had no coof, <laughs> probably knowing that it wasn't like that, but they still took it. Because see, people are users. People are users and abusers. But just like I'm talking to the takers and letting y'all know, it comes a day that a giver wakes up, honey. Huh? And what you giving? They ain't going to take it no more. What you're giving, they ain't going to take it no more. Look, I keep on running it all around, flipping it back and forth, but I hope that you are following me because this is a message and it's a powerful one, okay? I pray and I bless on about everything that I'm going to speak on. And mind you, honey, I'm going to get better. <laughs> I'm running a little bit over a year here doing this here. You better live. But I still don't be having it together. I tell y'all week after week, the days just fly right on by. But as a here, as a here, as a here, and I'm bringing it to you, your news, our views. And make sure that if you ever are thinking about, let me cut into that for a little bit. If you're ever thinking about being a guest, y'all know I had my guest segment of Living It. Um, that runs on the show. Um, I'm really excited and humbled when I have guests. I understand people taking time out of their day. Uh, it really was a struggle when we were like in the studio and had to travel there and stuff like that because as a host, we used to be running late. Guests used to be running late. Um, that whole thing on travel. Uh, so right now that we're doing it through the streaming and streaming live, um, 
we look at it as, you know, providing a convenience because you don't have to drive, you don't have to travel anywhere. You can just get on your phone and you can kind of just join and be a guest. I spoke on people um, just being shy, being camera shy, you know, talk lately kind of does it with the voice. Um, me, I don't like to be seen, but I like to uh, be seen to kind of think that this is how I'm connecting with the crowd. But it definitely <laughs> is a task for whoever I got on here. Because look, y'all know I speak the real. I speak the real deal. I always tell y'all how, um, and they ain't supporting me. Sips water. <laughs> but it's so good. Because what they giving, See, that's one thing that I could take, okay? Um, and if you are ever interested in being a guest, you surely can holler at me. My guest segment is called Living It. And if you are a person that's living it, if you have a business, look, if you've got any type of news that you want to spooze, if you got a business, you want to sell your business, I can run it down before you want to sell somebody else's business. Because look, everything on here is the last and it is your opinion. And yes, it is unfiltered. So come on through here. Do not be shy at all. You can definitely email be a guest at beexposedradio.com. And, and for any information you may need, because guess what? You ain't only got to come and be a guest on my show. You might want your own show, okay? Make sure you reach out to beexposedradio.com, beexposedmedia.com. I think that email for info um, is info at beexposedradio.com. So don't be shy. If this is your thing and you want to do your thing, then this is the platform to come through, okay? Be exposed. Y'all see me shining and grinding, even when um, people was kind of like, never minding me and all this and all that. Um, So how my show go? I like to always run it down because you never know. You might got somebody watching that ain't watched before. And I want to make sure that we on the same page. So y'all know I start off and I do my prayer and everything. And then when I don't have my guest segments um, of living it, I run it down. I run it down my what and the what and my what. In the world, because I start the show like, what's up, what's up? What's what, what's what? And I definitely am here to let y'all know. Um, so one of the first things that I want to get off my chest on a what and a what, of course, nationwide, it was a what and a what. When back in 2020, yes, back in 2020, Mr. Who? Mr. Floyd um what's his first name george floyd look i always got my notes and then be like yes it was uh, <laughs> but floyd died on may 25th or 2020 when then police officer dirk chauvin kneeled on his neck for nine and a half minutes the reason for that was supposedly that Floyd had presented a counterfeit $20 bill at a convenience store in that area. Um, I had a story. I remember when it came out. I think he had some history of selling loose ones or cigarettes, whatever may have you. Definitely what he was being alleged of doing did not constitute him being attacked like this and, and eventually killed, right? Um, so Dark Showman now has definitely filed different uh, appeals in his effort to get his federal civil rights conviction overturned. 
Um, Derek Chauvin is now serving 21 years in an Arizona uh, prison. He has recently filed this um, petition without an attorney. He filed it without an attorney and is another attempt to overturn his federal civil rights conviction. Okay, um, he's saying now that he never, we already know the story. We know what happened. It was captured on video. We talked about that before, as far as like, it was a lot of things that was happening around the world. Um, but just having the benefit of having cameras and being able to record things, different things, especially about police brutality and racism, definitely was being yeah, televised because people was recording it. And unfortunately, this tragedy here was recorded as well by a bystander. It was put out because initially it wasn't any charges. It wasn't anything like basically going to be done until the people cried out for justice for Mr. Floyd. Um, so Mr. Chauvin now is saying that he never would have pleaded guilty to this civil rights conviction if he had known of this information that this um, forensic pathologist is presenting to him. So now this forensic pathologist that he has been corresponding with since February, what is his name? I wrote it down somewhere. I got to get his name together. Well, I'm going to get to it. Um, but however, this <laughs> pathologist has been talking to him and telling him that he does not think that Floyd died actually from being um, from asphyxiation. He thinks um, that he died because of a tumor called a paragallinoma, which causes the fatal surge of adrenaline. And he's saying that back during the trial of Mr. Chauvin, he had reached out to his attorney, Irv Nelson, the judge, as well as the prosecution. Chauvin is saying that he never received any knowledge of this. He did not know that this pathologist had reached out. The pathologist's name is Dr. William Shashel of Topeka, Kansas. Um, so he's the one that's been talking to Chauvin since Chauvin has been serving his sentence. Um, basically telling him that he does not think that he choked them. Like, basically, he believes that it was this tumor because of a fatal surge of adrenaline that killed Floyd, right? And he's saying, um, he's actually made this statement. The fatal surge of adrenaline, but here's the problem with that, Mr. Pathologist. Well, hold on, wait a minute. Let me, let me get it through. Right. Okay, no, yeah, I'm going to throw this in there real quick, just before you, you finish. Because I know you, you, you're going to finish the story, but I want to say this. Mm -hmm. The problem with that surge of adrenaline is without the efforts of Chauvin, the adrenaline wouldn't have existed. Either way, and, and, and my thing is, and, and my whole thing is, money too. If that was the case, and there's some tumor, adrenaline, or whatever else like that, guess what? It still took him nine and a half minutes. He ain't had that much adrenaline. The killing still happened. The surge of adrenaline is. may have been everybody surges in adrenaline, but without the efforts of everything else that transpired, he would have lived. Hmm. Hmm. Because he hmm. could have been standing up with the surgery for the adrenaline, but yet you had his neck, your knee on his neck, and he was still surging with adrenaline that was hmm. still the cause of death, the knee, which was causing the surge of adrenaline. Yes, give it to so him. That doesn't change anything. 
Give it to him. But hold on, Marty. This, this, is, this, this is the thing that this is, look, he made a comment to the Associated Press basically saying that he cannot. Now, this is the pathologist, right? He's saying that he can't go to his grave with what he knows. So that's why he's reaching out to Chauvin and tell him that he just wants the truth. But mind you, this this the kicker. This this is what left me floored. Like, what in the what? He believes all of this, right? But he ain't never looked at Floyd's body. He ain't never looked at the the like the the autopsy. Nothing. You right. run to the bathroom, you're surging adrenaline, your adrenaline. You can't use that as a defense. That's not no defense. Ew. Him coming out of the um out of the store when the police approach, his adrenaline surged from hmm. fear. Okay. But with that, that. everything else that transpired, including the urination, because remember he urinated on himself. Yeah. Was a cause of adrenaline was surging at that all those moments. All of that. So you can't use it. The culmination is that he died under police duress. As a result of what you did, that okay. had it not been for your knee on his neck for nine and a half minutes, and him basically crying out to the life left to out of his body. That car, adrenaline was surging. Hmm. Yeah, I like to know what 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 incidents he can prove where adrenaline would not be surging. Which one? What incident? What incident in any incident where adrenaline would not be surging? Right, and it definitely would be surging if someone's knee was on your neck, and you know the surging if you were thrown to the ground with a knee into your neck. Right, it thrown to the ground, and you know you can't breathe. It definitely would be surging. His adrenaline was surging from the point of impact when he hit the ground. Okay. He died from the suffocation. Right. But Chauvin is insisting with this information that is coming from Dr. Shashley, he is insisting that if the jury had heard this theory, that he never would have been convicted. No, I doubt that. I doubt that very (laughs) seriously because they would have admonished it just like we just did. Right. He would have been, if anything, he would have been worse because now we would have been looking at you. What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> um, but then his trial attorney, Eric Nelson, has not made any comment. They probably called him and he was like, Chill, he just just let it go. Just just let it go. Uh, but yes, he's saying the attorney did not notify him that Dr. Satchel had called with this information. He's also trying to say that his attorney, um, Eric Nelson, failed to challenge the constitutionality of the federal charge. Um, And he's asking for, yeah, it to be overturned. However, that that doing... Huh? What was that grounds, the constitutionality? What was the grounds? He's saying that he failed to challenge it. Right, but what constitution amendment is he talking about? What 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 was he failed to? Re- he had every right to talk. He could have took the stand. That was the your first amendment. What's mm-hmm. the constitutionality? I'm I'm asking you about the story itself. Either that's what they're saying, <laughs> right. and they should have they should have stated what's the constitutionality that he did not have privy to. Privy to. They didn't. I guess he's saying Chauvin is saying that his attorney didn't challenge it, like based on a federal charge. 
that because he was receiving and violating his civil rights. Just like that in he every case, they get their jury, they get their uh, trial instruction. There was no constitutionality to what he did. You mm. can't make what you killed that man a constitutional matter. You killed him. Mm. I guess he's, he's saying violating his civil rights. was obstructed. It was show. It was um George's. Yeah. I, he's yeah. looking for a sympathy vote, and he's not getting one from me. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness! But back when he's doing the trial, though, with the cement being piled upon you, with a layer of grass, with another layer of grass, for whole 21 years that you're serving in the federal prison, right there, representing when he dies for the future. Mm. Mm. When he's going to be in the history books, you better take that win <laughs> for basically being one of the first police officers to ever be. You know what I mean? For like how I was saying this stuff being televised and everything else like that. It happened. Janine was on this man night for nine that's and a half minutes. The only win that you're going to have in life is that you're going to go down in history and maybe get yourself a little byline in an encyclopedia. That's about it. Let go. I'm sorry. Go. You can try to fight as much as you want, but you've already been filed. You've already been charged stately and, and found guilty. And you've been charged now federally. And you're going to yes. be found guilty. So and also over. what's crazy to me, hold on, y'all, I got to turn this. that he actually waived his rights to an appeal. He waived his rights to an appeal, except on the basis of claim of ineffective counsel. So all of the things or the reasoning, I guess, for that he's pleading for to be overturned. Now he's overturning, he wants the conviction overturned. He's asking for a new trial or at least a hearing with the evidence to present it. The evidence, which is the theory of this pathologist, Dr. Satchel. So that's what he's asking, but and, and while he did talk about his attorney, that what well, was his attorney, Ard Nelson, who represented him in the case, he's not really talking about an ineffective counsel aside from saying he didn't notify him and that he failed to challenge the constitutionality of the federal charge. Hmm. Um, but he waived his right. He raised his right to an appeal, except for the claim of ineffective counsel. But he first off leads off saying that it wasn't about the ineffective counsel. Now, I haven't been able to read and actually see uh, what his petition says or what is stating and what is his basis um, fully of it wanting to be overturned. But what I'm getting from the information when I was looking into this is exactly what I just now said, that he wants a new trial or at least a hearing to be able to present the evidence uh, about this theory that Dr. Shatchel, um, that he tried to reach out to his attorney, the lawyer, I mean, the judge and the prosecutor to provide this information to them, um, that he definitely, um, that it could have been a tumor that killed him. And that's the theory. And he's saying that he wouldn't have played guilty if he would have been able to talk to Dr. Satchel then and Dr. Satchel would have told him that what he Dr. thinks Satchel or what he believes. The, the, case, the only person that you could have been able to talk to, even if you had Dr. Satchel, because Dr. Satchel would have been brought on as an expert witness, but he's not even That's a witness. It. He's not a witness. 
He didn't witness anything. He didn't witness the autopsy. He, didn't he, didn't witness the crime he, scene. he wasn't brought any to anything that was done with the body or anything else. All Nothing. he is is given an expert opinion on the outside of seeing any of the evidentiary positions that the the, the uh, prosecution present, presented. That's, That's it. it. That's it. And even now, and given his theory, he hasn't looked at anything because, of course, he wouldn't be privy to look at you know the documentation and stuff like that from the people who actually did examine him and did his autopsy and determine his cause of death was asphyxiation um he hasn't been able to see this and he did not examine floyd's body so okay that's a theory that that could have been the case but that's not what killed him <laughs> like how you said bonnie yeah, of course the adrenaline was running through his body. Of course, in this situation. And then I it was got running through everybody's body. It was running through the people that was watching, the people that was surrounding the incident, all the people that was yelling at him to take his knee off his neck. That was all happening. Adrenaline was all over the place. The only thing that did not happen, and if I don't I don't know if I would have did it either, but I would hope somebody would have, is they should have jumped and leaped and kicked his ass off of him. Oh. And they would have been so life instead of sitting standing around watching him die. Right. Because mob mentality should have took place right then and there. Get off of him. You mm. are doing something wrong as a police officer. Get off of him. We just watched right. and videoed. That is a problem. Mm. It's still a problem to today. We stop and we watch and video. Right. And I think that has a lot to do with Omani. I think it has a lot to do with people feeling um, powerless when it comes to that. And and just the history of police basically getting away with every and anything. You know, we barely, as, as a black person, you barely can ask a question sometimes in the midst of police starting their investigation or starting their questioning. And I ain't talking about when they like, you know, when they just coming around, you barely can ask a question. I, I know I've been involved in around and my, one of my loved ones getting locked up and I go to disagree or ask a question. And the next thing you know, I'm like real close to being arrested myself. So I believe a lot of that um, comes from that. So, so I get what you're saying. I, I get what you're saying. I think if it was somebody there, I don't know if the person recording, you know, personally knew him, they didn't, but it does not even matter. Um, but I do believe like if it was something, you know, his baby mother or somebody walked past and seen that, something like that would have been, would have happened, but they would have been locked up too before it came out. Before anything. Just think about it, though, even if they, you know, they allowed this, um, <laughs> fly-by-night doctor into the case as a witness, right? Even Dr. William Shashel. Exactly what it turned, uh, what, like I said, what would it change? It wouldn't change anything. It wouldn't change second-degree murder. It wouldn't change third-degree murder. And the damn sure wouldn't change the second-degree assault. You assaulted that man by holding him in that position that your own police captain said was not right. Over a fake $20 bill. So you still would have been charged with manslaughter because your captain said that you were wrong, which is why he fired you, right? So you still would have got the manslaughter. 
Now, the attempted murder in the second, uh, the, the, the second degree murder and the third degree murder, that's the only way, that's the only place these, this, this doctor's position would have came into question for the cause of right. death. Right. And see, and this is what I don't understand because even though he had him too on that ground like that so long with his knee on him, like just from the video and just watching it, come on now, we watched it. I know I've seen the video so many times. My, no, not so many times, only one time. And I forced myself to watch it um, that one time because it definitely is a every, is, is a crazy feeling to actually watch somebody losing their life, pleading for their life and listening to the life leave up out their body right mm -hmm. um but you can tell floyd was in distress the whole time i really don't understand why chauvin made that decision to stay on his neck because he was not what's they saying resisting arrest he was already on the ground he handcuffed. was already handcuffed <laughs> he wasn't being aggressive so why he ain't been got him up or the partner was there because there was other officers there too that were charged for not intervening as you said that you think you know the onlookers or the witnesses should have did so it was other three officers there with him on the duty like i'm not, I'm not understanding like okay if he was going to arrest him or whatever for what he posed the dead presented this 20 dollar bill that was fake in the store, and then you arrested him. Consistently holding him down. What was your point? Why? Why? He's standing next to you. Look at the picture. The picture right there. You're right next to your car. Pick him up That's, off the ground. Pick him up. Put him in the car. That's what I'm saying. Pick him up. Put him in the car. At this point, he he's not a threat. He's not resisting. He's not doing anything. Like I just don't understand the decision of leaving this, your knee on this man's neck. And then hand them like no. You can't blame like the jury. Like he wasn't human. I saw in the I'm reading the, the thing he was trying to blame the jury too that they had their own. What do you say? They had their own specific um, agenda. You picked them. You had the option on getting rid of and keeping and getting rid well, of. We and talked about that before. We did. Uh, you can't. No, that jury selection was long. We already went through that. So you go into the city, try to take this to the Supreme Court to see if they're going to hear this. It's absolutely asinine to me. And Baby, I know that jury selection was wrong. Because you wasn't just you wasn't just federally prosecuted. You were state prosecuted too. It was both. You got you got guilty twice. Hmm. Hmm. Well, that's what he's saying. Because that's what he's saying. The federal charges. That's crazy. I'm just saying, that's what he's saying. He's trying to get it overturned, but Dirk Chauvin, you is certainly playing. Okay, now here's, I think this is the part that you were talking about with the amendment thing. It says, um, under the Sixth Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, every criminal defendant is guaranteed the right to a fair trial. The attorney mm -hmm. And part of that fair trial is to, is to not is not to be tried in a location where the jurors have been either been exposed to extensive pretrial publicity or there has been such community outrage and the like that the jurors before they even were impaneled before the trial would have concluded the defendants guilty or would have been pressured into rendering a guilty verdict. And they did go through that. 
they went through that because this was already a national outcry. That's what I was going to say. Whatever he would have win. There's no <laughs> way to classify any jury across the country as fair or unbiased. That was the whole point of that. Right. So you were better off staying in the community that knows you well and knows who you are than to go as outside. a police officer. I agree. I agree. So, so is that what you're saying? Upper hand and it was in your jurisdiction. You were you fighting in your hometown, right? He was in court in his town. Yeah. And quite frankly, it was where I think he would have been. Like this was right. This was national news. Quite yeah, frankly, wherever he would have been. World. Where were you going? Everybody was where, people was trying to sign up about for it. jury duty. People was trying to sign up for jury duty. Yes, everybody knew about Where it. Where were you going? Everybody knew about it. Besides, maybe you would have got off in Florida. Maybe in Florida, you would have got off. <laughs> Down there with DeSantis. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he, he probably would have too. Mm. You probably would have got off in Florida, but not anywhere. I don't know where else you could have went to get off. <laughs> Or in England, they said, because I got a story. Well, that's, out of, that's definitely out of jurisdiction. You can't leave the country to go have a trial. This is right, the United right. States. You did your crime here. You only can be tried but, here. But even in the other countries, they know about it. So right there, Chauvin, where were you going to go where no one was going to know about it? I think you are missing the point that everybody knows about it because you kneeled on his neck for nine and a half minutes. Not just because simply that this was an arrest. Because Joe Floyd, it, it would have just been another report that you had to write up that somebody was allegedly trying to present counterfeit money, $20, at this convenience store. You came to, and I guess you found the $20 on them and you placed them under arrest. You just had to do a simple report, put them in there. Who knows? George Floyd probably did a walkthrough on his own recon, however, you, you would have been at work the next day. But no, it was televised. They recorded it. It was made national news because of your decision that was outside of the police's conduct and their protocol. Because even the chief said you were wrong. Like, why? That's why I posed that question. Because even when I watched the video, whatever, nine and a half minutes, why are you kneeling on this man neck? He wasn't fighting you because if he was or if it was so much and usually how we're talking about this, this pathologist is theory, Dr. Satchel theory on adrenaline. Usually if you had some fight in you or whatever else like that, he certainly would have been trying to get up. He did. He was already in distress. He was basically pleading from the little insert I seen in the video, pleading for his life, calling for his mother. He can't breathe. Oh my goodness. It's bringing flapping. It just, it was so disturbing. It was so disturbing. And it definitely was a tragedy. And I think that him, he's like how you said, just just take it. You you made a uh a, a, a bad decision, whether you intend it, because you were charged with manslaughter, which means they don't believe that it was your intention to kill Mr. Floyd. But you did because you had 
your knee on his neck for nine and a half minutes. You made the wrong call as a police officer. You already had him in handcuffs. You're right there on the side of the room. What was it? You were trying to make him a spectacle, but you wound up turning into one. That's the real story on this what and the what. So he's trying to get it overturned. Like I said, Derek Chauvin is definitely playing in our face. Gotta watch out for stuff like this because you know they'll think years ago past or whatever, and they'll keep on keep on trying to find these theories, find these ways to wiggle himself back in court, wasting, wasting, wasting the court's time as well as the taxpayers' dollars to give him another trial when everybody around the world seen what happened, seen what you did. That's the same way that I feel about the Freddie Gray when we had to have out uprising here. You know, ain't nobody going to tell me. Now, they gave the story that, of course, he was killed and his ride to the jail not properly being restrained in that transport vehicle, the paddy wagon, right? But I seen the video of that too. I seen when they kept picking that boy up to put him in that paddy wagon and his legs was limp. He was telling him, I've heard, I can't walk. It hurt. I believe he was injured then. The injury just received a harsher, you know, blow or whatever when he was in the back of the van. So, of course, he got messed up more, but he was already hurt. But they thought he was lying. The same thing Doug Chauvin thought. He thought he was lying. Had this black man down here and this black man saying, I cannot breathe. It wasn't even no crime to even have him like that for a fake $20 bill. He wasn't in the store. He ain't assault nobody. He ain't stab nobody. He ain't shoot nobody. He wasn't trying to fight the police. He wasn't trying. It just was uncalled for all around the board. And you still trying to get back in court overturned talking about this man ain't died of asphyxiation. You really, at this point, you just trying anything. Well, that's the theory. But my theory is you will remain in prison for those 21 years. You will serve them consecutively in federal prison. So you got to do all that time. All that time. I know it's new to you, but just like I said, all you got to do is just pick the man up, take the man in jail for that day, whatever, for that. You would have still been at work, but no. I just don't know what you was thinking, Mr. Chauvin. I just don't know. I don't know. And even with bringing up this petition for this to be overturned based on this theory of this pathologist, Dr. William Satchel of Topeka, Kansas, and what he told you, and he can't go to his grave, he want to know the truth. Well, doctor, take that truth that you think is to your grave, because we all know the truth. But I'm, know, still, I'm, still to, I'm still trying to get the understanding too that um so you are he apparently watched the trial, right? Like we all did. We all watched yeah. we all seen the, the 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 um the defense give out their information. We've seen the prosecution do their deliver, you know, do their presenting of the trial. Then we saw the right. defense do their presenting of the trial, and then the culmination of all of that came to the jury saying guilty and him accepting the guilt, him, you know, like you said too, 
him saying he mm-hmm. didn't want to go, he's not going to bring it up on appeal because he accepts his guilt. He mm-hmm. knows he's guilty. But so now this doctor comes out of the woodwork a year and a half later. Oh, that's what it was. Uh-huh. With a new theory. <laughs> isn't it? Because it's a theory. Because he has no evidence or no proof to prove his theory of adrenaline asphyxiation. What the hell does that mean anyway? Yeah. If you're asphyxiated, you're going to have adrenaline pumping all over the place. And you're a doctor. No, they don't even say, they don't even say that they're saying that, right, it's a tumor that is called a paragonalioma. And it's a cause, it causes a fatal surge of adrenaline. So they saying, I guess, a tumor or something bursts that cause it. I, I don't even get what the theory is really saying. But it's just basically trying to say that he ain't died from showing on his neck. That he died from this trunk, this tumor because he had a fatal surge of adrenaline. So the reason, all right, so now we still go back to the reason that the tumor burst was what? Right? That's where mm-hmm. we are. Now, why did the tumor burst? If that man was still standing up in that in the convenience store, would the tumor have burst then? Or did the tumor burst while he was laying on the ground being asphyxiated? Prove that, doctor. Prove the difference between the two. Him standing up, arguing with a clerk over a $20 bill, or laying on the ground with a knee in his neck. Which part of that caused the tumor to burst? I'm trying to bust your bubble, doctor, and I need more from you. (laughs) Come on with it. Give it to him. Because I can't take take his very seriously. I can't take his very seriously. Like it's it's exactly. a joke. If the appeal is accepted and we go to an a court, go to a courtroom with this, and they put him on the stand and they talk about, I would destroy you on that stand. <laughs> okay. I was the attorney prosecuting. What this you case. say? Call me. Call me for yeah, the Let me do it. Let me just do it as a lay person. Let me get him. I got this, sir. When did the tumor bust? <laughs> Because would the, yeah. they, sorry, would the tumor have busted had not been for Chauvin's yeah. action? So poor, buddy. Yeah, let's give it to him. <laughs> Those two it questions destroyed so, him. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> and what was George? What, oh, so you had George in the back of your car? He was uh, he was cool? Oh, no. Did y'all make, it to, the, did George make it to the pre- precinct because his um, tumor burst? Did he make it to the mm. precinct? Or did he go to the hospital? Did he even make it to the hospital? No. How? Why is that? Because he was laid on the ground for nine minutes. Is that right, sir? So the tumor burst. He had no medical attention for nine minutes. And hmm. you are telling me the cause of death is because of what? Explain. Explain. It wasn't okay, that situation. No. So now we're saying that the tumor burst because Chauvin waited nine minutes for medical attention. And who's go- now who's responsible for that? Chauvin. So we're back to where we started. So get off the fucking stand. Mm-hmm. Leave the courtroom and never show your face again. Matter of fact, turn over your license. Give here. Right. He started. He should have been trying to definitely get him some right. Get him some help. The minute and I know, I know people be getting arrested. People say all type of things and everything. I'll say that. But for this man to be like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Whatever. That should have just been the first thing that warned him to just get up, get up off his neck. Get up off his neck. Like I said, he wasn't fighting you. 
or anything. Just stand up. At least stand up. Either way, the police interaction was because, even if you try to say this tumor was the cause, the police interaction is what caused the tumor to burst. If this is what we're going with this theory, the tumor would not have burst had he been standing in that store still arguing with that goddamn clerk. If he was still in the store arguing with the clerk, the police wouldn't have been called and then the police interaction wouldn't have happened. But the police interaction happened. And if that was the cause of the tumor bursting, that is still because of the police interaction. Over and then the lack of medical attention. Over $20. And then the presence of the knee that was also obstructing his vocal, his, his, his breathing tube. Who is, is not? Like, right, all of that morning, you was definitely hitting on it because it's like giving all of that. Like, who would not, especially knowing that I'm being drugged out the store if I'm in an altercation because I don't even know if the investigation even started to even see was the $20 counterfeit or not. Then also the like, fact I that, think Derek, the, that the clerk was saying it was. also knew who George Floyd was. Don't forget that part. That y'all were Ooh. not uncommon with each other. You knew him. You worked with him during security at a club. You knew him. What? Which is giving me all kinds of, I did not like you. Mm. So this is why I did this to you. Mm-hmm. Because okay. I'm a police and... This is what I can do. Yeah, it's it's just absurd. But y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. I had to bring it to you. This is your news. And I had to give it our views. If you're feeling like I'm feeling, you're feeling like Marnie feeling, you got the same sentiments, feel free to let us know. And even if you don't, because we can definitely get into it, because I want to know what you're doing. Don't be scary. <laughs> you know the chat lines is open and everything else. So just let me know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm always saying I don't know, but I'm always knowing, right? Yes. Let's move on to my next what and what. That just was a whole mess for me. I had to talk about it. Y'all know with all of this um coming out, of course, that was a in the in the midst of it all, all this racial tension, all this police brutality. I even seen um earlier today. I didn't have this on the information or tell Marnie that I was going to talk about it. Um, but I also seen um Dirk Suda. Y'all know the police that was killed in um Baltimore City. Well, I'll say killed, uh, but they tried to say that he committed suicide. Um, but a lot of people were saying that he was shot with his own gun. Um, he was the police officer that was set to testify against the the crooked gun task force here in Baltimore City. So this happened the day before he was scheduled to testify. Like how I'll run for that. It's been six years later. Uh, I seen his wife is still fighting to receive any benefits. And then basically also to clear his name. She does not want it to be noted as it is in his autopsy. Because from the original autopsy, it was classified as a homicide. But then it was another one from an outside source or something conducted where they then determined that it was a suicide, actually. Um, the wife 
his family, his friends, uh, several people are definitely saying that that is false. Uh, this happened six years ago, and they are still fighting to basically clear his name, clear his name to say that is not the case, that he did not kill I himself. I heard you say Derek Suter, but his name is Sean Suter. Sean Suter. I did say Derek, because <laughs> I'm still on Derek Chauvin. <laughs> I did say Derek, because, yeah, his name is Sean Suter. Uh, he was a, a homicide. Was he a homicide detective himself here in the city? Um. I didn't read. I just came across something about it. Not just now, guys, but earlier when I think I was looking at the news this morning, I heard them talking about it. I was like tragedy. Um, I also seen um, it was a what 34-year-old lady um, that has been diagnosed with stage four, some stage four cancer is actually preparing herself to die, leaving behind five children um, and a husband. That was a real sad story. I'm going to talk about that. Um, next week for real, because I want to run her name and everything else like that. But it just be stuff like that. It just makes you, oh, know that you are blessed. And, and, and knowing all this tragedy and all this news that we come across on the daily and things just keep on happening. And I brung that up about Suda because that, not that I forgot about it, but I did. So it's like when I heard it today, I'm like, wow. And these people are still fighting to clear his name, to prove that it was a homicide, not a suicide, and for his wife to receive benefits. So she's just been left with nothing. His family, his children, that's a tragedy. And then on the other hand, we had this young lady that's knowing she's going to die. And just her message, it just was very powerful in her sharing um, and hoping to save someone else's life. So I'm going to talk about that on a later show. I'm following her story. Um, prayers are definitely up for her. I apologize that I don't have her name, but it's been around social media. She's done several interviews um, with media and everything um, to put her story out there. And like she said, hope to save a life. Also looking to publish a children's book um, for her latest son. For her last son that I think is just like five years old or something. So it kind of just touched me because I have a six-year-old. Um, that's always one of my strongest, strongest prayers. Um, I had family who lost their mother, my favorite aunt, um, Aunt Candy, when they were very young. And I'm still blessed, even though my mom is fighting cancer to have her. But I always say, Lord, please allow me the time and the privilege to see all of my children grow up, be grown, have their own children, and know that they are okay before I transition from this life. Um, so that's just crazy to think of this lady, 34 years old, and going through this. So, um, yeah, that, that was something else. Just wanted to make mention of that and that that's showing Suda stuff and that they're still fighting. Um, so every time when I bring stuff up, I tell y'all, leave your heart. Look, I'm pointing to my head. Your heart, <laughs> your mind, and your eyes open because these people, I tell you anything. Yes, that is Detective Sean Suda right there that was killed tragically six years ago, um, in my opinion, because when it first came out, West Baltimore, oh, they had the whole area locked down, supposedly looking for somebody in this Adidas tracksuit. Um, who they were saying and went behind the cut and killed him. 
Um, the only thing I can say came good from that tragedy is that in that area, oh, it's nothing around there no more. Okay, they don't, you don't see nobody out there selling drugs, doing crime, and right there in that area, um, it was two corner stores, and it used to be frequent crime happening up there. Um, quite a few murders, people in and out the store. Um, you would get killed. I'm not too far from it, so a lot of times or whatever, if it was late at night. I used to walk to those corner stores and stuff like that to get me something um, because they used to stay open fairly late, you know, but then I know after his killing, all of that stuff changed. They started closing these stores up at 10 o'clock. Now in the stores you look, they open when they want to open. Um, but far as like, the, um, excuse me, the traffic or anything, I'm just drinking my water. I got this cool cup, y'all, that turned orange. It's a Halloween cup because I told you I done broke my other cup my girl gave me. Um, but it's turned orange when it's cold stuff. But it's a Halloween one. Look, boo. Where my camera? Oh, boo. <laughs> so I got it turned backwards. Um, but yeah, it's definitely real quiet around that area now since that had happened to Detective Suter. And when it first came out, they had it on lock. Yes, they were saying that it was a homicide, that someone snuck and killed him. He allegedly was coming around to. Um, look for him a suspect or someone that he was questioning in an investigation that he was doing and this happened and it just was crazy that it happened and in such a manner like the day before he was scheduled to testify and it was actually um people from the police department or whatever someone called him to the scene to kind of look for this person or knock on this person's door and ask these questions so they were like walking around the area like I guess he was supposed to be going to the back or whatever. You know how police do. One knock on the back, somebody go to the front. You know, detective type work. Make sure you ain't trying to sneak out the back or something. And then this happened to him and it was like, nobody knew nothing. They First they said, they seen somebody running out the cup cut with a Adidas track suit. That's how I started off. And then when all of that stuff came out about he posing and testifying and everything else like that. And that's how you know they were saying the man went back there to kill himself. He could have killed himself at home. And, and of course, I ain't saying it like that, but he could have. The day before he had to testify, he was already going through. He wasn't locked up. He was testifying against him or some stuff that he didn't approve of or whatever. So that he was coming to basically, I, I think he was like a, a state witness or something against him. So what he wanna, why? He, he wasn't in no trouble. I, I don't get bad theory. As to why he so they threw a whole bunch of theories out here to make it appear like this man was working that day. Somebody called him down here and he used the opportunity to go back and kill kill himself. I don't believe it. His family does not believe it. And it's just really sad that they are left with, of course, without their loved one without receiving his benefits and everything else like that to support herself and her family. And on top of having this out there, like on his death certificate or whatever, I don't know how that override what the original findings was in the autopsy. I just don't get it. It just, I just smell, I just thought it was conspiracy all the way back then, like something ain't right. And this was, of course, in the midst prior to when we already knew about all the police brutality and everything here in that city. And it was big, you know, when they locked up that, that uh, gun task force, it was big because they was crooked, crooked as can be. They were criminals. 
talking about they locking up criminals. They was criminals. They harassed so many people. I've been harassed <laughs> by them. Um, so it's just, yeah, that is a whole mess. So prayers up for the Studer family. I hope that they receive justice for their loved one um, who is now resting in power. But I don't, uh, along with them, believe that that man killed himself. Um, another what in the what? What? We've been talking about some crazy stuff and some what in the worlds. And you know, before, I say we always have something to talk about because we do. We've talked about Kanye West beforehand and his tactics and just his life, period. Some people are outraged because Kanye West always seems to stay in the news somewhere or another. But he's entertainment, and I look at it as entertainment myself. I think he is crazy, but it's also funny. And I think he's crazy because he is—he got some smarts with him. Come on now, he—he he ain't no dummy. Um, but sometimes, you know, when people know too much, they just be batshit crazy, right? So Kanye is one of those persons, uh, people. That I believe is that, but guess what? I still buy both of my children and whatever I think until you get to talking stupid. Then I'll be so Kanye. Come on now. Uh, but anyway, you know Kanye had got remarried. Yes, Kanye. Everyone knows the story about what happened with him and Kim Kardashian. Okay. Um, he ain't need to become no more famous from her, but of course. <laughs> She got more notoriety and recognition after having these children with him. And then, you know, all that stuff about their children and their family life. And then they was getting a voice. But Kanye did remarry. He got married back in December of 22 to architect, Australian architect, Miss Bianca Sensory. Yes, Miss Bianca Sensory. Um, sources are saying that she has fled back to her native Australia. Yes, that's Miss Sensory right there. She has fell back. And people are saying they're getting the sense that she is now outside of the box and she is thinking clearly. Yes. Her friends and family have expressed concern, apparently, of her saying she had no control in this merge, in this relationship. And they're saying that Kanye West was controlling. And that he just looks as woman as object. Yes, they even alleging that Kanye had everything to say, and Miss Sensory had no say so in her wardrobe and her diet, just nothing. Like she was just like a puppet. Okay, she an architect that can design and build some stuff, but they say mm, it was not the design. <laughs> Kanye said, "You I, look, I'm already built up." <laughs> You ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> well, this architect here, she has fled back to Australia. They are saying that Kanye was controlling her. She didn't have any control. He decided everything she wanted to do. Um, I didn't even know that. I mean, I guess they saying that now because the sources are coming, um, you know, information is coming out and now I know. But I was wondering why she was walking around and some of this ridiculous stuff. But then I know Kanye West got his little ridiculous um, clothing line and everything else like that that just looks like nothing. But I respected his, his dirty, okay? <laughs> 
on why he wanted to do it like that. For us, like with money, I guess he was saying like we be buying trash and we buy into anything. And he definitely made the point because people, guess what? As much as that stuff be big, baggy, hold up, ripped up, all that plastic or whatever, people was buying it still. Okay, yeah, y'all know they was them, them what the easy, them little slides and all that other stuff. They got the counterfeit ones out here. Oh yeah, people thought they were shining. Um, I remember seeing her like in a whole stocking where her face couldn't be shown. Um, something else had came out where they were like chilling and he was allegedly making her give him some okay, some um you know what I'm saying, some <laughs> Monica Lewinsky. And uh it's just crazy. So I don't know. I don't know. You know, people gonna say anything. Of course, a lot of times when you hear about somebody being flee fleeing, you are thinking about abuse and everything else like that. And I'm just, I, I, I don't know. You know, people being people merge, people be trying to say all type of stuff or whatever. And I know Kanye is crazy, and people are saying that women to him are like objects. But I always see him like really being affectionate to like women, even Kim. Even when they broke up and stuff, like, you know, I'm sure there's many ways that he could have blessed her in ways that he did not. You know, when she was trying to get that take back from Ray J, he went and got it. Um, He showed compassion. So I don't know how true it is that he was abusing her. I haven't seen anything about any type of physical abuse or anything else like that. But they just saying, like, he was controlling, telling her what to wear and what to eat and all of this other stuff. and. I don't know. I just don't know. Miss Bianca being an architect, you would think that she had some sense. Um, that's impressive to have to go to school, um, you know, for that and have that skill underneath your belt or whatever. But I don't know. I don't got this lady being as naive as they're making her out to be. And even in them expressing her concerns and everything else of that child, she was doing what she wanted to do when she could do it. I don't know. But did she had to be married to him? For a certain amount of time before she can get some, did they do a prenuptial or something? What are you seeking, Miss Sensory? That's all I'm saying. And I ain't been on uh, <laughs> Kanye's side, but I just know how it be with him and everything that he he do. Like people have been expressing their frustration of him always been on the news. Everything that he do is always put out there or whatever. So. People was talking about their outfits and their choices and stuff and seeing them out and everything else like that. But to me, this would have been out there. This would have been out there. Their family or whatever would have been saying something. Been saying, where would you, if y'all was so concerned, why y'all ain't been come get her? Or it's also, I don't know. See, she's from Australia. I know a lot of them with that presence stuff. She's a pale girl. And all that other stuff, okay? I, I think the disconnect, they ain't want her to be with no black man. She was with this black man and she was listening and she was wearing his stupid clothes and all that other stuff. I'm thinking she was a walking advertisement. It was his clothing line and all that kind of on. But I don't know. He wasn't beating her or nothing like that. I know. I understand. I know that that power pull of being manipulated. So I don't know if it was part to that. But I just don't know. If Kanye West is going to speak on it, I doubt it. Because I know he's taught, you know, even with Kim stuff was going on, he'd speak on it. But he wasn't real 
eager to do that. You know what I mean? He would speak on it, you know, do an interview or whatever, like that. But he don't be pressed because he already know the media and all the stuff is against him. <laughs> and he always feels like he is the villain. They do be making Kanye out to be that. Now, even though he was a Trump lover and he had some other stuff and everything going on, you know, I don't have a dislike for him. Like, I say he crazy, but I'm like the good crazy, though. He ain't really did nothing that sing you like, hold on. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, hold on, wait. Like, he crazy. He done did shit that other people did. You know, and being in that light, being a celebrity, being a millionaire, having these children, being involved, trying to be normal, but you can't be. I know it comes with all of that. Like, even this. Like, even this. Like, okay, they've been married for only a year, right? People gonna have struggles in their relationship and everything else like that, so. I don't know if she fled or not or what was going on, but maybe they're going through something. People take a break all the time, even though they shouldn't when they get married, but people separate and everything else like that. I just don't know why or where they get it from that this was everything he was controlling. But of course, it probably was something that Miss Bianca Sensory um, was telling her family because how else would they know? But they're saying now that she didn't seek refuge. She didn't got away from Kanye. And she is back in Australia with her family. So we'll see. We'll see. But Miss Sensory ain't that serious. I ain't saying it like that. I don't know how old you is. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, we know Kanye West. We know his thing work. Or so because he had them, them children. I mean, I used to say, I don't even know if he didn't really bump Kim, Kim or was she artificially inseminated. I don't know. I don't know. I just can't see them like like I want to see it, but I just can't see them even though we had to see her and Bray J, right? But I just I don't know. But Miss Sensory ain't nothing out here. Don't I mean, yes, true. If he manipulating you, baby, and you feel like you are being assaulted and you are being made to do something or whatever outside like that, then yes, kudos to you for standing up or whatever. But if this is just some regular stuff where your husband want to say so and what you wear and what you eat, you as his partner and your family and your friends trying to blow it out of proportion because you didn't share it with them as if he is controlling you and you know that's not the case. Don't fall for it. Okay. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Stay with your husband. Work it out. Tell your family, your friend, to mind your business. But I hope, I hope, girl, you better run. You better. <laughs> yeah, that's what they told us too. They said, girl, you better run. You better run. You better run. You better run. Amber ran. Oh, everybody he's been with has ran. She better to run. He done turned her into a Kim Amber clone. Look how he made a cut Ooh. of hair. Her hair was all yeah. down her back. Girl, you better run. You better. And that's what, and for real though, it all it look it all serious though. Look, that's what all the comments were saying. Girl, run, girl, run, girl, run. Because even like I don't even think Kanye was healed for real. I believe he got a little bit of it in him. Don't get me wrong. That he's manipulation, bad. I can see it. He's bad shit. I can see it. That is a nutbag. I can see it. 
where he would do, you know. But I don't know. He just like rushed into this merge. It's like he needed to be connected with something. Maybe he needed something control. You know how when people know they out of control, they they try to control other things and something around them. I don't know. I don't know what he said. Got in her head. I, I don't know. I just know they was married know, December 22. They ain't been married for a year and she did already flee, fled. If Kim Kardashian's neurotic ass couldn't handle him, no one can. Because he's nutbag mm. crazy. That is a nutbag. They say, they say crazy. They say crazy. They say crazy. But I say good crazy. I don't know. I look. I wouldn't want to be with him. That crazy. That's a nutbag. I can I can vibe with him and him and drink and something like that. But yeah, he. I don't know Kanye. I be watching his interviews sometimes, and I be like, what? Like he he be talking to make sense, and he makes some great points. But it just always takes you around the mirror, which like what? What the? What was the question? Like so. I don't know. Kanye ain't came up with any type of statements yet to say whether it was false or if it's true or to speak out about these allegations as to why his wife, and still his wife, has fled and went to Australia. But that's what the sources are saying. They saying that Miss Bianca got up out of there because of him being controlling. And now that she is back with her family, she is able to see. She is outside of that box. And she might be telling Kanye <laughs> Kanye to kick rocks. Look, I was trying to get it out. Y'all know I be trying wrong. <laughs> they said she can see it now. She can see it now. She see it clear now that the rain is gone. They said Kanye was raining down on her parade. I don't know. I don't even remember. Bonnie said she didn't cut her hair. You said Amber Rose in the camera. Huh? He won a real little. He wanna he wanna small head, bald head like Amber. Right. And real slim and real slim like Kim. He molded him into one. Well, he forgot to get a tan. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> he forgot to get a tan. I don't know. I don't know what we're going over going here. I don't know. So you think it's true, Marty? You think he was controlling that lady? All the way down to her hair color in the shortcut. Oh, it's obvious, you say. Mm-hmm. It's and the obvious. fact that he embarrassed that on that boat, but with the, the oral sex. Oh, my He did. Because how did that just come out? All right, I'm going to sit on the side of the boat. You suck my dick. Hmm. Mm, and somebody got to take a picture. Because watching. you know he can't go nowhere without the pop fries again. He more than likely called him and told him where he was going to be. Oh, you think? Yes, that's what but he's known guess for. Guess what, though? If he didn't, if he didn't, just like the point you made, he knew that somebody. Well, he does that. He does that. He's a stunt he knew queen. Somebody was gonna be there. He is a stunt queen. Mm. Not queen. Queen. <laughs> and I meant that in every sense of the word. Chill. I'm falling. Oh, I'm already here to go to the bed. <laughs> <laughs> he called Kanye. Wes. He said he's the wicked witch of the West. Really okay. Every time he used to show up at Kim's house uninvited, that the paparazzi was outside. 
Yes, he did. Talking real tall. Just to catch her turning him away. Yeah. And, and that's what you they used to say. Divorce, every time he would show up, the paparazzi was right behind him. Because he called right. him. He, support me. he wanted them to watch. To say, and this is what she's saying that I'm doing, Mikey. He's so mm -hmm. outraged. Shout about everything else. But then he be, <laughs> this is the, that Kanye West, they say he the wicked witch of the West doing shows. <laughs> Had his walking billboard for his clothing line, and now she is gone. Well, Miss Bianca Sensory, I hope that you are fine. You being an architect, baby, built yourself back up, baby. And yeah, I don't know. Marnie said run, but on the other side, if it ain't what she it is, good. she ran continents. <laughs> she <laughs> ran from a city to another state. She ran continents. She did. She she went home. She went home. Well, they in LA. They bought it likely in LA. So that's probably about eight hours. Right. Uh-uh. She hopped the ocean though. And what is the men called over? I know the women are called shearless. What are the men called over in Australia? Australia? I always look mm -hmm. at it when I go to Outback. Dang, I cannot forget. But blue. She went all the way back to Australia. Don't you take your black ass over there, Kanye. Mm -hmm. Talking with this girl, this girl, girl over there. Maybe. Go over there, you might get locked up. Let her go ahead. But you know if he go, well, he gonna go all after her. The Poppy Rossi will be following. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what he got to say about it or if he's gonna do another one of his children. You talking about a bloke? A bloke? Is it a bloke? Yeah, that's what I know a man called. called something because you know, when you go to Outback and they be on the door, the girls they call him Sheila. She's a pretty Sheila, yeah. Bloke, don't go over there, don't go over there, don't go over there messing with that lady, don't go <laughs> over there messing with her. <laughs> don't go over there messing with her. And then somebody else I want to talk about, yeah, we running them down, we running them down, fam. Because in just a little bit over what 30 minutes, I will be up out of here. Yes, I will, but you know, I'll be back just like that next Thursday, same time at seven, same station. Be exposed radio with my show. You better live. So I'm running down these what in the what's and these what in the worlds because yeah, it'd be a lot. Now, somebody else I want. To just leave people alone. And I don't know, because this is allegedly. However, you know, Tasha K has been in a hot seat for before. And before she is definitely supposed to be paying out that four million dollars, over four million to Cardi B for her um being charged with what? Invasion of privacy, intentional um inflection of emotional distress. Now, we know that story, and that story is kind of old, right? And there's been a whole bunch of stuff, her playing with her bank accounts and everything else like that. Tasha K has her uh, popular podcast, Unwind with Tasha K, baby. And they're saying that her followers are, yeah, they, she has a mass of followers, they say. But guess what? Our boy uh, Kelly, that's behind the bars, is not playing with Miss Tasha K. No. All Kelly just this, when was it? What's the day? The 16th? On the 13th, which was Monday, 
he has filed suit against Tasha K along with the um what was it the B the Federal Bureau of Prisons? So he's suing Tasha K along with the Federal Bureau of Prisons. He's saying that they leaked his documentation. He's saying that they like leaked his documentation and Tasha K used it on her platform. And with her following, it has definitely brought him some, yeah, some emotional distress. It has created chaos in his life. She has used his personal information, which was stolen um, by her putting it on her platform. Um, he has received um, harassment um, from all of her followers. And he's just saying like, yeah, yeah, it's causing him distress while he's out here serving his 31 year prison sentence. Prison sentence. Josh, I know um, all Kelly got 31 years, right? Y'all know that. 31 years. Um, for his sex crimes, they found him guilty of in the state of New York and Chicago. So he's currently um, serving that, and he filed this suit on Monday. He is not playing with Tasha K. He is not. What he is saying is three officers inside the prison where he is in the team actually went and assessed his information without any legal basis like they were looking at his stuff his records or whatever and he is speculating that these three officers like it was a whole bunch of officers looking at the information his jail records um different phone calls and stuff that of course we know the jail records and everything that is on record um and he's saying three of these prison guards sold his information to her and she used it. Voice recordings of him on the phone, um, different stuff about his health, different stuff about his court documentation, different stuff that he's been requesting in the jail, all this stuff. And she's putting it on blast. I just don't see her too, like in a video, like fighting somebody or doing something. I don't know. But Tasha K, and I said it before. She know I'm all for a sister getting her coin. Of course, me being in this field of being what we call it, mm, radio, personality, social, whatever you want to call it, Tasha Gay. You getting your coin, girl, but you done already messed up one time with Cardi B. You know, oh, this $4 million. That's not going to a Trump change, even though you was acting like it was. But now they're saying you playing with it and you done move assets over here and there in Africa and everywhere else to hide it. So why this is this this what I don't get for content, and I guess to stay relevant, you you do stuff like that. Like, is it really necessary? Talk about some shit that's already like already. I mean, I know people want to come with the latest news and everything else like that, but I just I, I don't get using your platform to break people down. Give your opinion by all means. Give your opinion. And stuff like that. Yes, please do. But don't be a Trump and incite violence or incite negativity or negative thoughts or, you know, actions or whatever against a person for some information you got and you kind of like covering it. And it's because of, you know, who you are and you're putting it out there to make somebody feel a certain way about somebody. I don't get it. Yeah, share your opinion, share your information, girl. Do all of that. But bitch, you're doing too much. They already in. Yeah, hey, right. I'm pretty. 
it, the, the suspect thing comes into play when you're buying it. Yes. When you are actually giving out money to denigrate someone, because that's exactly what you just did. You did you did that to denigrate him. Yeah. Even further, and he's already facing his time that he got in a court of law. He's already facing. Wow. But you adding, trying to add insult to injury is just not that's worth what it. for his crimes. That's what I'm saying. I mean, talk about what's going, you know what I mean? Talk about what's going, like, we already know the information that's already out there, but I really just don't see the legitimacy of having to really buy his prison records and air his phone calls, private conversations, or with a, you know the recordings that he have and the stuff like that. Oh, look at my, I know y'all like all oh, Kelly y'all, but I love him. I don't love what he did. Don't get me wrong, but I still just I don't know. I still love all Kelly. I still listen to his music. I don't love what he did. Of course, I am for my sisters. I am against anybody time? being abused. When the last time you uh, listened to his music? Anyway, when the last time? Mm -hmm. Yesterday. When? Why? I mean, <laughs> Why? What was the setting? What was the song? What was the I setting wish, that she was? With? I wish, I wish, I wish. I just was going through some stuff, and I was just listening to it. I was thinking about my little one, Jess. Oh, okay. Mama, when he was the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to figure out why. Mama, I'm trying, but Robert, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> what the sell your soul? What was your that was my song? I wish, I wish, I wish, yeah, I was. I was. I was listening to the song. I was listening to the song yesterday. It might not be yesterday, but I know it was this week. And I actually was, and I was vibing and everything else like that. Like I say, look, they just took him, he's serving 31 years. They done basically took everything up from him. I think I talked before too on the show when he um his royalty checks, he's kind of like paid off all his restitution. Uh, the last one of his last royalty checks uh, allowed him to do that. So he definitely played out, paid out money. I mean, yeah, for all Kelly, for the stuff he did, stuff he got convicted of, he's essentially lost everything. But for his talent, I still, I guess I say all Kelly because the talent is attached to him. And I, I love all Kelly's talent, and I love his music. I'm not going to say that, look, he had his trial, he had his day in court, he is in jail, he was found guilty, okay? I'm, I'm not going to say that somebody would lie. I don't believe that, that all these women just come together, just like, for what? Just a lie to put you in prison? Like, I don't get that. Like, if it was, if, if it was one person, you probably could be like, oh, yeah, they better. But it was like everybody. So, of course, I was disappointed. Like, damn. Oh, Kelly. And mind you, it's been one of the best concerts that I ever went to in my life. Or whatever. In my life. Oh, Kelly. He really put on the show. But considering, you know, when I got all the backstory and stuff. Of course, looking at the documents. Um, documents. Doc, documents. Sorry. What was it? A documentary. I said documentary. <laughs> documentary. <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, girl. The documentary. Because <laughs> I'm spelling the word in my head, right? And I'm breaking it down. Like, that's from being open in school, honey. 
breaking down these <laughs> syllables and stuff, trying to sound it out uh, for these kids and stuff like that. Look, it it is it's not getting no better. But like I told you, y'all know what I mean well because I know what I'm talking about. It just don't come out right all the time. <laughs> so forgive me. Uh, but yeah, I just I don't get it, Tasha K. That's why I had brought it up. I feel sorry for all the Kelly, but I also feel sorry for the women that 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 happened to and that had to experience all of that. It, it's it's something else. Um, that manipulation, that sexual, whatever. It's it's something else. I even remember before all of it came out and like certain little stuff used to come out. Like I used to love all Kelly so much. Like I was like, well, if it was me, I wouldn't say I'd have been one of them dummies too. I ain't calling them dummies, but maybe I I don't know. I would have I don't mean no wrong. That was like that was like my crush. Him, Tupac, uh um Mo three. Um, a couple of them just is like like it's no question. Like, and I always say that intimacy for me, anything sexual has to be attached to some type of emotion, whatever else like that. But Oh, Kelly, Moldy, rest his soul, Tupac, rest his soul. They definitely could have got it. Chop. Mm, I'm just saying. But yeah, it's all okay. Leave people alone. Keep people name out your mouth, girl. Stop buying information, trying to put it out there and tell people, girl. And you don't have no money to be buying nothing. I mean, I don't know your finances. I ain't seen your bank account, nothing like that. But I do know you still all call to be that money. And it's being gone. And so why are you wasting your money? To buy all Kelly's prison records mm. and tell his business and stuff like that. We know we in jail for 31 years. We already know. <laughs> What's going on? Now you want to tell now you want to tell people his private phone calls and all this kind of girl. That ain't right. That ain't right. And she is doing too much. You is doing too much. Stop that shit. You making us look <laughs> Stop that shit. You you know what I'm saying? Hope, you really want to do it. A criminal conspiracy charge. Yeah, she probably could have got, she probably see, she probably should have did it right and got a good interview with R. Kelly and talked about him and his experiences and shit like that. But to block, buy your information and do all that, girl, that's, you nasty. That's what they were saying. Now I see what T.S. Madison is. That's ugly. That's ugly, Sasha. That's awesome. That's a Tasha thing to do. That's some type of Tasha. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something a Tasha K would do. <laughs> that sounds like our type of stuff. But I'm just saying, girl, stop. All right, now let me move it on along. I had some yeah, stuff to talk to about. Too. Commercial break. <laughs> oh, well, we got a commercial break. I was going to talk about Trump, but I ain't really for that. I ain't even, I'm going to talk about him next week, okay? I'm going to come back with a little bit more of the what the what. He's definitely a what the what the what the world. But stay right here. Stay right here with the Goddess Chance. I'll be right back after this commercial. You better live. Today, our teacher taught us about a place called Africa. She say our mamas come from Queens over there. That means that we, royalty. <laughs> I don't need 
you to love me. Afternoon, I need me a wife. Even if we have to part, you and me, us, us have one heart. I don't need Get off my land! You. I rat you every day! Nothing but death can keep me from it! ain't got no kinfolk around these parts. All I had was my sister. <laughs> she was the only one ever loved me. I'm gonna hold my head up. I'm gonna put my shoulders back. It's time for you to see the world. There's gonna be some changes made. Put it on. This ain't me. Hush. We need to look like we belong. Let's see the smile and color. Oh, sweet and loving God. Showing my heart to the folks that I close to God. Now it's okay. just kings and queens we are at the center of the universe oh i got to see that i got to see that movie See, a lot of y'all couldn't take it when they was giving that they was doing a remix, remake of that. Because, you know, they were saying there was certain stuff that people shouldn't touch. And they remake it and they mess it up. But, baby, that cast, Fantasia, I cannot wait to see it. Because they kind of got it, like, in a play type of form. Um, a lot of singing, like, a theatrical type of um, spin on the color purple. And I love the color purple movie. So, I am ecstatic, actually, to see a remake of that. And I got to see it. Go see it, guys. Go see that go see that yes um i realized last week when i was watching my show right i was like oh i wasn't even really paying attention i got something about something else about you know they made a, an agreement with the filmmakers and the actors and everything else and the writers and everything i didn't get to really plug that but i'm definitely gonna go see that i love fantasia um and yeah i know she gonna blow it some of them songs mm -mm -mm. i got to see that I got to see that. But let me run it down these what in the what and these what in the worlds because like I was saying before the break in a minute, in a minute, that's what it's going to seem like. I'm going to be out of here. I had a whole bunch to talk about Trump and his little stuff, baby, and how he was saying he was going to, but I'm going to wait and bring that big up to next week. Or should I give a little bit of the spill? Yeah, I'm going to give a little bit of the spill. Why not? Well, y'all know Trump is currently, right? And all of these different, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, from all these different um, going cameras, right? But in <laughs> Fulton County, okay, in Fulton County, it was an emergency hearing that was called, yes, it was an emergency hearing called there by Judge Scott McAfee. McAfee called the emergency hearing, and a former attorney um, of Trump, you know, a couple of their, his co defendants, 
and those allegations down there about them trying to overturn the 2020 election down in Georgia, uh, Miss Gina Ellis and Sidney Powell were on um, the court. You know, they went for their testimony. Now, mind you, they have um, provided their testimony for lighter sentences, okay? And they also were under the condition that they had to be proofers and provide, you know, some testimony. So this lawyer um, of Miss Ellis, actually, he's the lawyer of Miss Ellis, has admitted to the judge that he has leaked the testimony tapes, okay? He's leaked the testimony tapes um, of these uh, these co-defendants who agreed to plead guilty to lighten their sentence, like I say, under the condition that they would proffer information, proffer information. Am I saying that right, Marnie? P-R-O-F-F-E-R? You know, pro for information. Um, that's the term um, about this whole thing, about this overturning Proffer. the elections, right? Proffer. Huh? Proffer. Okay. I think I said the first time and then I said proofer or something of the sort. Um, but apparently in their testimony, and one of them, them before, well, in their testimony, uh, Alice was, said, was um, saying that she can just remember um talking to Dan Scafino, who was the deputy chief of staff then. And he was basically saying when they was telling him that he lost the election, oh, we don't care. We ain't leaving. We ain't leaving. And she asked, well, what do you mean? And he supposedly said, well, the boss, talking about Trump, yeah, the boss, um, we're not leaving. We're going to stay in power regardless. Okay? So all of this was like in the testimony <laughs> Um, she was given on what had taken place and what uh, this former chief of staff supposed to have said. Um, also, in that and all of this other stuff, right, um, Trump has just been going off on the other judge in the other case up in New York against Justice Arthur E. e. Goron. I think I'm saying his name wrong too, right? Um, but yeah, he's been screaming at this judge. He continues to make insults against the AG uh, while he's in the court. And people are basically saying it's the privilege of who he is because no one would be able to get um, away with that. But a couple of legal analysts are basically saying that the judge up there on that New York trial is keeping his cool because it's not a jury trial. And he's actually, you know, to find the other facts and the truth. So he's letting him spew different stuff out um doing his testimony because yes trump is on the stand up there and trump keeps trying to throw stuff out the judge is like no we're not going to talk about that trump told this man well i don't agree with your opinion i don't know what you say because i wrote it down it's just a stupid because this is like this is the type of stuff that he says right you're wrong in your opinion a fraudulent decision that's what he told him. He told his opinion is a fraudulent re, uh, decision. And on this one was reported by the New York Daily News reporter, uh, Molly Crane Newman, um, who was reporting this. And he's saying that the fraud is her. And when he's talking about the fraud is her, he's talking about Letitia James. Uh, he also went on to, to shout things at the judge. It's a terrible thing you're doing. Oh, you done. You know nothing about me. You believe that political hack there. And that's unfortunate, right? Um, <laughs> this man is just go off. He says the same shit. 
Uh, but he, of course, he lost that political uh, motivation argument in a pretrial um, motion. So um, it's no jury. Um, and if it was a jury, legal analysts are saying that the judge would intervene in a lot of these statements that Trump is making. But because there is no jury and he is the tier of the facts, you know, he has to find the facts or whatever. He's allowing, I guess some of these uh, statements or whatever be <laughs> made. Um, but the lawyer, going back to who leaked the tapes, it was the lawyer. The lawyer name was Jonathan Miller. Now, those two things, two different things, because I know I jumped back and forth, y'all. So I was talking about Trump just going off up here on his New York judge and continue to insult Miss um, James up here in this courtroom doing his, doing his testimony, doing his questioning. Um, not really answering questions, but just continuing to do his insults, continuing to say that he does not agree. Now, in this other one that he's in down in Georgia, right, uh, it just came out that the attorney, John, Jonathan Miller, who is representing um, the election official, Ms. Misty Hansen, he's the one who licked the tapes of Gina Ellis and Sidney's Powell testimony. So in Ellis' testimony, she was saying that she had spoke with the um, deputy chief of sp staff, who was Dan Scafino, and he was basically saying they not leaving. I don't care. They stand in power and everything else like that. Now, Miss Powell or Mr. No Sydney, I think he was a man. He was basically like saying the same thing. They also saying that um, back then Trump was telling them that he was going to change his. He was going to create his own political party. Hold on, yeah. He was going to create his own. See, I because I would I had it all written down right, and then I was deciding like I'm gonna talk about a lot of it um, next week because it was so much about it, and I was just trying to give y'all a little bit of it, and it's kind of just got me keep on trying to look through here and find it and everything because I wrote it all down. I wrote it all down, but I can't find it. No, I can't find it, but of course it's all over the place. So that's why I said I want to really save it. For it, but I did not started already giving it. So let me give it to y'all. Let me give it to you. <laughs> let me give it to y'all and let me watch my mouth. I can't take it. Yes. I know you got curse sometimes, but I said I was gonna cut it back, cut it back, because it is not ladylike. And even though I like to chat and like to run my mouth, you know, y'all might be thinking that I ain't got no sense because I be twisting up my words, but my word is the word you heard, and I got a whole bunch of sense. And God knows, okay? So don't watch me. Watch God, okay? God loves you, and God bless you. Um, But basically, also, after the... And then I'm thinking about Judge Judy just now, saying basically. Y'all know I be saying about my words, because Judge Judy say, uh-uh, don't say no, basically. It is what it is. <laughs> and in this one, I was telling you, uh, the book, that's what I wanted to say, is a book. It's a book that came out today. Um, Jonathan Call is the author, and um, it's called The Betrayal, The Final Act of the Trump Show. Trump Show. We always talk about Trump having a whole show, right? Like a circus. So we're going to say the Trump and the and the Sons Circus. I ain't want to name no other circus that attached them to them. Yeah, the Trump and the Sons Circus that's been running for decades on decades on decades. Um, but there's a book coming out today that has all this and what I shared on some of the stuff about 
uh, the testimony and everything that's coming out with. They already been talking about it. Something that I seen that will be in a book is about Trump actually saying that he, after losing the election, saying that he was leaving and creating his own political party. Yes, he told them, I'm done. I'm starting my own party. Now, this was back in 2020 when he lost um, Donald Trump Jr. Um, before that, before the riot. Up in okay, the okay. truth social his social media network is 71 million dollars in debt. Oh, whoa, Trump. <laughs> oh, I bet all these day gonna lose you. I keep on playing, but no, Donald Trump social media network, truth social. Oh no, nah. mm -hmm. truth social. How that happened. Because it's ran by him. He's probably because he lied. <laughs> he lied and said he was worth something to get. You know how he did, baby, to get him a good deal. To get him a good deal. But this book by Jonathan Cole, they said it is juicy. Got all the stuff in here. They saying Donald Trump Jr. He been was getting on the Republican um, National Committee chairperson. Um, and he had made these statements to her. All of this supposed to be in the book. He was getting on her because of her insufficient loyalty to his father. Um, he had told them that he was going to start his own party. He was done with them. And this lady, who was the RNC chairwoman, her name is Rona McDaniel. He supposedly said to her that he was going to start his own party. She told him no, like if you was not no, but she was like, if you was to do that, we the party will lose forever. He's like, exactly. Without me, you lose. And the Republicans deserve it. Because they ain't stand up for me. He is just a big ass kid, ain't got no sense. And I just don't tell you I was gonna watch my mouth. That's why I want to talk about Trump because Trump do that type of stuff for you, make you get the costume and fucking have you all in the background. But his bigotry, his um, tactics, his rhetoric, uh, wanting to be this dictator of having the same news dispute that he say is fake news. Trump is fake as they come, baby. And if you are not on his side. If you don't agree with everything he is saying, you are a bad person. Even up in these court hearings, he is going off ranting and raving. He can't answer no questions. That's just what he did. And I'm through with him. He right made me go off and hit somebody. Like they say, my girl Christian Rock did. I got to get that. Everybody did. Christian Rock, Baltimore brother, right? They just said my girl Christian done bang the singer. She done bang the singer, the background singer. Up to Maul Braxton and her show, yes, Mr. Jan Wright Chanel. Y'all remember him? The one that was singing about them patty pies, yes, and got famous singing about them patty pies. Yes, Mr. Jan Wright Chanel is a legend that Christian Rock got mad with him and punched him in his face, chipped his teeth, and bust his face all up. Christian is now coming out with statements and saying never happened. They is doing this for clout. I just seen a couple of little clips and they did look like they was being like a little unfriendly with her, like having like, yeah, like, I don't know. But anyway, she was invited by Tamar and apparently Krishan was on the impression that she was going to be performing, but missed her slot. They say she showed up drunk and high. I didn't see that. She looked like she was conducting herself 
very well. She was on stage. I remember they were saying something. She went to go hug one of the background singers. She kind of like push her. So it was giving like a lot of shade. I don't know what it was. I seen her there enjoying herself, having fun. Yeah, she was on the stage um, with Tamar Braxton. They're trying to say it wasn't her time, but she had a right. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I appreciate Tamar inviting Krishan out here to show love for a fellow, a fellow Baltimorean and all that other stuff. But they saying James is back there trying to calm her down, saying no, it wasn't ever intended for her to perform. And she just banged him in his mouth and stuff like that. And I don't know, you know, my girl Krishan being from Baltimore, I mean, yeah, she rowdy and she does all that stuff, but I ain't never see her hit nobody that ain't come for her. I don't mean no harm. And in a little bit of the footage, that's what I've seen. So right now it's crazy because I seen Lord Tip where they were saying that she's denying it all together. We won't talk about that some more next week. We're gonna talk about that oh, along man. with that rumor <laughs> that they spawned about Will Smith. But I gotta get a ball face because I hear Marty over there making noise. <laughs> Because <laughs> ain't no way in the world my lip would be all busted and she'd be unscathed. Ah! <laughs> what happened? Exactly. So now he supposed to been up in the dentist, like, but Dennis he ain't show his face. She's saying it ain't happened. Well, she's saying it got a little rowdy. He might have got busted up or whatever, but she's not. She's saying that she ain't buying him. She's saying they saying charges. Or whatever she said, ain't no charges been made. She said everything was being recorded, different stuff was being recorded, or whatever. She was like, somebody would have had that on tape. She was basically, you know, denying she was up in there acting like that. Like, no, I wasn't. <laughs> and I did not bang this man in his face. But that's what I he's saying. So I'm not gonna call her a liar. Huh? <laughs> I don't know her, so I'm not gonna call her a liar. But. I don't know. We're going to talk about it more. We're going to talk about it more. Because I, right, Marnie, you guys see these little couple of little footages I've seen where it looked like they was giving um, Krishan some shade. I don't know. Krishan Rock, that is right, though, because she will rock the shit out of you. You get it wrong. My whole, point that, my whole point that I was making is that since I've been watching her or following her, whatever, like that, like I know she's been known for getting drunk, acting a little rowdy and stuff like that, but I ain't never seen her and she's a fighter. You know, a lot of us be turning up a cheat, right? A lot of us be turning up a cheat, but she just don't. What song did she and, got that she was, she was thinking she was going to perform? Um, I guess it's a vibe all the time, and that's my song. I ain't never she heard got couple, She got a couple of times. It's a vibe all the time. Oh my goodness, that is my song. <laughs> she invited her. Yeah, she invited her out. Apparently, she was supposed to be doing something, but they just saying that Christian showed up drunk and high with a thousand people. Wasn't that type of wasn't that type of show, Christian? They saying she showed up on that type of time, like you know, like tomorrow not seizing the older lady, and it's an R&B show, you know. Um, but she was on the stage. She did have a mic. Her friend saying that the DJs did ask for her music. And tomorrow, in her statements, she did say that she invited her. She did say she invited her. And she, and she, yeah, Tamar. Who I said? Tamar. 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 That's my insight. Tamar. Well, we're going to see what she's going to we will see what she gonna say tomorrow, whatever the next day. <laughs> but Braxton is confirming that she invited Brock 
and she invited her to perform now perform a song to say some words i don't know so i'm gonna speak on the next week and see who the real clock chaser is because that's what Krishan rock is calling but like i said she'll rock you mm -hmm. she will i do know that but i don't know if she rocked james right chanel okay <laughs> but nt way yeah i said nt and see but you know it was anyway i love you guys god loves you god bless you i've been supposed to be up up here a couple of minutes ago but make sure you stay tuned with be exposed to see everything that is being exposed make sure you check in to living a rich life um with rich james he coming on wednesdays right wednesday at five Make sure you handle your business, okay? And make sure you come through to see him as well as Bonnie. On Tuesday, we'll talk lately. We ain't feel like it, but we're going to get back on there. He's been definitely trying to handle the business for us. That's how Scorpio's did. You know, he's in the season, so he's handling all the business. Um, but I was having fun on his show, and I missed it this week. I reached out to him. So, yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, be sure to check in. If you have not liked the Be Exposed page or viewed it or joined it, make sure you do. And, of course, my show, You Better Live. Yes, go to that page. Like that page. Like that page. And make sure you watch the show because you just never know. You never know what is going to be exposed right here with me. So you got to watch the show. Watch the show. Y'all know the saying, you know what it is and we know what it gives. It's more than life to die. So yeah, you better live. See you next week, y'all. More life, more love. Let's live. I'm Chess Real. See y'all next <laughs>